this is Aubrey. I'm Brenna. And this is Teaching in Satire. Welcome back. We are talking today about teaching and what we do over the summer. It's our summer edition. Yeah, it is. Because we're so excited it's here. Yes. We made it. We made it. We definitely need it. Yeah. So we're just going to kind of dive right in. We do, like, our school is your typical, like, school year. Yeah. Um, where we have June, July, and mostly August uh-huh. off. And we don't get paid for it. No, we don't, which is a misconception. Yes. And it's infuriating. Yep. We get paid for 180 days of work. Yes, we do. But they divide the money out over 12 months of paychecks. Yes. Because teachers can't save money, so. Just no. kidding. <laughs> no. But yeah, so they, they change the checks so it looks like we get paid all year long. Yes. But we don't. We only get paid for the 180 days that we work. So Christmas break, spring break, we don't get paid for those. No, we don't technically have paid holidays. Exactly. So, we get, I mean, we do get it with, like, sick and other couple personal days. Yeah. But even then, it's only, like, a few days every year. Yeah, we don't get, we don't get Christmas days off like a lot of other jobs do. So, big misconception. No, we don't get paid for summer. It would be nice, though. It would be really nice. Uh, Because I do work over the summer. I do, too. I think... uh, I think a lot of teachers work over the summer more so than people know about. Yeah, I do too. Because when I went into teaching, I was like, I'm so excited, I'm going to get summers off. And then I started Uh teaching and summers really got consumed. I started going to classes or camps Uh for teachers where I could Uh learn more information. I started planning, organizing, going to my classroom early, getting it set up, getting my computer set up and ready. There's so much that you do over the summer that... We probably should get paid. But we don't. But we don't. And I don't... I wouldn't feel comfortable asking. No. I mean, I think we'd get left. I think we would, too. I think we would, too. I think if there was a system that could be, could, could be put in place where you could say for maybe 10 weekdays out of each month, yeah. we're going to pay you, so you need to come in... Or you need to show via email or hour log or something that this is what you did. Or you need to show this class that you took for us. We'll pay you. And they do that sometimes, right? Like you go in for a conference day and they pay you for that conference day. Yeah, definitely. So they could set something up. But if you were to just blanket statements say like, by the way, I deserve to get paid for June and July, you would get laughed at. Yes. So... And they do pay for, like, our conferences. Yes, they do. Like, I, I went to a writing conference a number of years ago, and the yeah. school paid for it. Yeah, so. and we went to NCTE, and my school paid for... Uh, I got the days off. They paid for my days that I wasn't there, essentially. Yes. Yeah, I think I was the same way. So, they didn't pay for us to go, but the university kind of did. So, mm-hmm. we should do an episode about that, I think. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to do it again. I would, too. I think it'd be better a second time. Absolutely. <laughs> we were dumb the first time. Total newbies. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, shout out to Tom for putting up, putting up with us. <laughs> Our content was really good. I think if we were to revisit that content and update it, it would be really good. I but do, too. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> so, when it comes to prep and, like, prepping for the upcoming new year, for me, it just kind of depends on, like, what I'm prepping for. If it's all classes I've taught before, I don't start prepping till like the day I start getting paid again. 
Yeah, same. But then, because, like, I already have all the content. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of my stuff is already set up in my room. Yeah. Like, there's no point in trying to go back. Yeah. Before then. Uh-huh. But the last few years, actually, scratch that. I've never taught a year where I didn't teach something new. <laughs> awesome. So if it's majority of things that I've taught new, I don't go back. Yeah. Really. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, when it comes to, like, brand new content. Yeah. That, like, I'm creating myself, I'm building the whole curriculum. Yeah. I'll probably start prepping in July. Yeah. I need a few weeks. Yes. To just watch, like, 60 hours of TV. Uh-huh. And yeah. do absolutely nothing. Uh-huh. Eat a lot of food. Yeah. Sleep. Yeah. I took two naps this week. Oh. I'm so proud of you. Full on naps. Nice job. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I probably won't start till like, July or August. It also kind of depends on, like, my mood as well. Uh-huh. Like, this year I'm feeling, like, very proactive. Really? Which doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense at all. I know. But good for you. Last year, zero. Oh, yeah. I didn't, yeah. Well, and none of us knew what we were going into, and so why yeah. prep? Yeah. Because none of us had any idea what it was going to look no. like, so. No. So, I may start prepping in June this year. Wow. Who knows? We'll see. So, yeah, it'll kind of depend. I do a lot of prep in, like, the springtime. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. And it's, it's not, like, full-on writing out curriculum, but I'll start, like, sketching up a curriculum map. I'll uh-huh. start, like, revising lessons. And I do that as I go Yeah, anyway, I do too. Because otherwise I forget. Uh-huh. But I usually start a list around, like, third quarter, like, mid-third quarter uh-huh. of things I want to do differently for the next year. Yeah. I have a list like that too. So I have, like, a running Google Doc called Things for Next Year. Yeah. That's all it's called. <laughs> and, um, like, once a month or so, if we have, like, a work day or uh, my kids are doing something really self driven or something like that Uh I'll go in and I'll be like okay what did I do this month and what would I change why would I change it what lesson was it and so I just kind of like leave myself a list of notes so that when I do go back in July or early August I can go back and look at and Uh start making those changes because I'm not going to remember what I did wrong in September and why I need to change it that's way too far away so I need to write notes but that's yeah I just have like a running list uh, yeah, I'll, I have something similar. I write it out. Yeah, okay. Because I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> and I like my list. You need your list. <laughs> she does have a lot of lists. I do. That's how I function. But, yeah, I, if I do that a lot, especially in the spring, uh-huh. there's not a ton of prep to do. Yeah. Uh, like, the first, especially like those first couple weeks, like, it's just setting up the class and getting them used to... Like, rules yeah. and the way, like, the schedule functions. Mm-hmm. That's not something you change up a ton year after no. year. Or class after class. Yeah. <coughs> so, yeah, that's kind of when I start prep. Uh, another thing we've both done is taught summer school. Barf. Brenna, what are your feelings on summer school? I don't school? like teaching summer school. I have... Uh, okay. 
So the system of summer school is good, right? Kids fail the class. They need to go back mm-hmm. in. They need to retake that material. Mm-hmm. And it prevents them from being held back. Yes. Right? And so the system is great. I really disagree with the way that our district sets up summer school. Mm-hmm. Because they can make up a quarter's worth of credit in a week. Four days. Four days. How long are they there? Six hours? They're there from eight until noon, I believe. Okay, so... Four um, hours? Okay, yeah. So, it, I don't love that aspect because it... I think it invalidates a lot of what I do in the classroom because they can make up a quarter's worth of my content in a week. It's like 16 hours. And it, they just have to sit there, right? Like, they have to be there. And I like that it's strict. Like, you have to show up the entire time, all week, uh-huh. or you don't get the credit. Uh-huh. Um, you do have to pass the content. Is it pass or fail? I don't remember. I think it's pass or fail. When I did it, it was pass or fail, but that was a few years ago. So pass or fail is iffy too. I don't know. It's just tricky. Um, I I don't love summer school because I don't like being there in the summer. Yes. (laughs) Obviously. Yeah. It's not good for my morale. And so I only did it once and I didn't go back because that one week just about killed me. And it was just a week and I understand that's very pathetic of me and I know a lot of teachers like summer school they like the extra money yeah because you power to them yeah absolutely and I respect that for sure but it's just not something that my brain can really handle I was the same way and I have a hard time teaching a group of kids for a week because I don't like I'm just throwing material at them I don't care that they're there they don't care that I'm there it's really hard for me to get into it and so I don't love I don't love teaching it and I always say no when they ask me so. They've only asked me one other time since I taught it, uh-huh. and at least it's not necessarily the administration now. Yeah, but the administration at the time tended to ask the new hires to do it. Yes, they did. And I just the person that asked me doesn't work where we work anymore. Uh huh. So I just kind of felt that that was a little sneaky. It is sneaky, and I think. I think that's a problem with education in general is that a lot of crap gets thrown at the new teachers. I think that's why there's yeah. so much turnover because it does, right? They give summer school to the new teachers. Because they don't want to say no. Right. Because they are afraid their job will be at jeopardy. Absolutely. Yeah, no, they're definitely playing at a lot of um, like behind the scenes cues, yeah. I guess, that they shouldn't be playing at. Yes. Um, so that's a little frustrating yeah, I don't like that they use the new teachers, but again, not yeah. my job. It's true. And I can't, I mean, I had been teaching for three years at that point. Right. So I had content to use. Yeah. But I can't even imagine being like brand new out of school and having to create a quarter's worth of curriculum for four days. They did it to Abby. Ugh. She just finished her student teaching and they made her teach summer school. I don't like that at all. No, I don't either. And she did it because she's incredible. Oh, and she did a really good job. She's an incredible teacher. And so, yeah, she did a good job, but they shouldn't have done that to her. No. So, but again, they know they can't say no. Yeah. Um, so that's why they ask them. Yeah. And that's shady. So. I don't like it. No. So some other things that I've done, I work a second job over the summer. You're so cool. I know. And I actually work, have worked a second job most of the time I've been teaching. Yeah. There's only been one school year that I didn't work a second job. That's crazy. And it's been for a variety of reasons. But yeah. 
at least the one I have now, it's a retail job. And retail, we're going to have an episode on working retail. Yes, we are. We've both done it. <laughs> We've both done it. And it is what it is, but most aspects of it are pretty like mindless. Yes. In that you just yes. pull clothes, you check people out, yeah. you go to the dressing rooms. And I like that balance yeah. with a job that is so mentally draining. Yes. So I tend to pick up more hours over the summer. Just as like something to do, but that's something I do. And travel, we both travel quite a bit over the summer. Yeah, Brenna's going to Hawaii. Yeah, in three days for like three weeks too. She's so cool. we're disappearing, and I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> we needed it. We planned this trip. Oh gosh, it was probably in January that we planned this trip, and I essentially told my husband like, we have to get out of here. I need to be somewhere where I have zero responsibilities uh-huh. other than my child. And I just need to sit down in some sun for a little bit because I don't, like at that point I was pretty sure I was just going to fall over and die any day. Uh-huh. Um, and so we planned that trip and it, oh man, we're so excited. It's going to be so great. Yeah, we can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be so good. So I think a lot of teachers travel over the summer. Yeah. Most of the teachers we are friends with go places over the summer. And COVID did us real dirty this last year. It really did. I think so. Well, and I think, yeah, a lot of teachers need to get away. Uh-huh. They need to do something different. Um, and yeah, without, with COVID and you couldn't go anywhere, that was rough. Yeah. I was lucky. Lucky, Yeah, I was lucky because I had had a new baby in April. And so, yeah. like, I wasn't going to go anywhere anyways. Yeah, yeah. But I could see how that would be really hard. We had... One of our good, Abby, one of our good teacher friends, uh-huh. she had a cruise canceled. Yeah, she did. She had Florida canceled. Uh-huh. Yeah, she had a lot of stuff canceled. So a lot of teachers, I think, travel. And travel internationally. I know yeah. multiple teachers who travel internationally almost yeah. every year. The science teacher across the hall from me travels internationally the entire summer. I didn't know that. Yeah, she dips. Good for her. I know. She finds, like, different tour groups to go on, and yeah. she just, like, goes... Um, Two years ago, she was in Southeast Asia for the entire summer. Wow. Yeah. Good for her. I know. So it's good. It's good for teachers. Well, and teachers love to experience things outside of their world because our world tends Mm -hmm. to seem really small, I think, sometimes. I agree. So it's good to get out of that as well. And teachers are lifelong learners. We're total nerds. Yeah, we are. And so we like to go (laughs) out and see new things and learn new things. And I read over the summer aggressively. I do too. I read a lot over the summer. Just on our way home from a dinner just tonight, I was reading a book while my husband was driving and he goes, oh, we're back to summer, Brenna, aren't we? Because <laughs> he knows summer hits and I read a lot because in the school year, my brain can't read when I get home. No. I my brain can't really do it. Time reading I do too. I sit down to read and I fall asleep. Uh-huh. And so summer hits and my love like book loving self comes back out uh-huh. and I can read two books in a week over yeah. and it's just so good so I have nice. to do audibles during the school year yeah because I can do yeah. that while I'm like driving or whatever right but to pick up like a physical book for, to read for pleasure yeah it doesn't happen. it's hard yeah. it's hard in the school year yep so it's Brains nice I know it's nice to get that back and mm-hmm. like so this kind of goes into what I wanted to talk about, like why teachers need breaks. Yes. 
because, I mean, we're on summer break and it's wonderful and we love it, but those other breaks in there are so important for teachers and for students, I think. Like, if you think, so there's Labor Day, there's fall break in Utah. Not all states have fall break, so we have, like, a two-day break in October. Mm -hmm. Um, Then there's Thanksgiving, Christmas break, and then... January and February have like one day off each yeah. and then there's spring break in March, April somewhere and then it's the end of school year. Yeah. So you have some good breaks and a lot of people like get on teachers for it. They're like, you just never go to work. You're always on some break. You always have a holiday. Like, yes, but also no. Sir, no. <laughs> no. And in my notes, my reasoning for why I need it is because I will either start knocking heads Mm -hmm. or drinking at work. Yep. And I don't do either of those things currently. Currently. I just want to make that very clear. (laughs) No. Yes. (laughs) But the kids, like it's what Brenna said, like the kids and the teachers need it. Like by the time Christmas hits, the kids are so sick of me. Oh yeah. And I am so so sick sick of of them. them. Yeah. And by the end of the year, like I've like given up. Yeah, and the kids have too. Uh I think, uh, yeah, I mean, fall break is really good. Uh, Thanksgiving break is really good. Mm -hmm. Christmas break is so important. That two-week break at the end of December is Mm -hmm. so important because you had, what is that, three, three and a half-ish months with those kids? Yeah. You need a minute. Yes. By the end, by like, right before Christmas break, I am exhausted and I'm exactly like what you said. I'm so sick of my kids. I can't take it anymore. Uh-huh. And then by the end of Christmas break, I miss them. I'm so excited to go back. Yeah. I'm ready to jump into my content again. Uh-huh. I'm just ready. Like, I just need that rejuvenation. And every – the thing that is funny that other jobs have is other jobs have, like, different release programs for their people. Yeah. They yeah. have – um, retreats that they go on, they send them to different conferences, uh-huh. they go and they do other things, uh-huh. or they'll say, like, hey, guys, instead of working today, we're going to go bowling. Like, the HR department puts in place different things for them, uh-huh. different, like, game nights or reward systems or something to, like, keep people engaged, keep people yeah. wanting to be there, keep up the morale, yeah. and education doesn't have anything like that. No. And so the teachers, I think that's why the breaks are so important is because the teachers need something to keep them going forward. I mean, yes, we love our kids and that's why I do my job and that's why I continue to go forward. But if you're in the thick of it and you've been teaching them for two and a half months straight, you need a day where you just relax for a second because... Uh I don't think teach, I also don't think people understand how mentally exhausting it is to be a teacher. You make no. so many snap decisions and you All are on your game the whole day. Uh-huh. Right? Like you have to put on a happy face all day long. You uh-huh. have to be energetic all day long uh-huh. and you can't not. You can't not do those things. No, and you have to be entertaining while yeah. teaching content to kids who uh-huh. could yeah well and you have to like your eyes have to be on 30 different kids in the room at the same time Mm -hmm. you have to be teaching one kid and keeping the other kid from hitting somebody else so you have all these things going on in your brain and I don't think a lot of other jobs have that not to to the caliber and so it's it's important that teachers have those days or a couple days or a week or two Mm -hmm. weeks or a summer Mm -hmm. to let their brain regenerate almost yeah Totally agree. So I think that's why those breaks are so important, especially summer, because 
one, you need to reset. You need new kids, mm-hmm. right? Um, obviously, by May, like, you're in love with your kids. I was. I was so sad yes. to see mine go. Yeah. I loved them. And you. I feel like we bonded even more so because of COVID. Oh, cool. So, some of them, anyway. Some of them, I probably don't know as well as I should have. But um, with COVID and everything, you just, yeah, you need new kids. And then you need to reset and you need to go over your content again and make it better. Yeah. So it's yeah. good. It's important, I think. And I think that's something people also get wrong. Is that <laughs> they're like, oh, like you just teach the same thing year by year. Like, yeah. At this point, like, you're just glorified babysitters. Like, yeah. you don't have to try. And while there are some teachers who, who are, do that. And at one point, like, there is a rhythm that you get into. Yeah. And with, like, respect. Like, yeah. I wish I could just pull out a lesson plan and be yeah, good to go. for sure. But you can't dismiss the hours that have gone into getting to that to point. To the point, yes. And that is hours that are way beyond the 40 hours that yes. we put in during that week. So, I have a story about this. So, I had just started teaching. It was my internship. And I had my dog, who was just barely a new puppy at that point. And I was sitting outside in my backyard, and I lived in a town outside, a big shared backyard. Uh He was tied up on a big, long leash, and so he was just playing in the grass, and I was writing lesson plans. Yeah. Like, the good little intern that I was. (laughs) I was writing lesson plans, and my next-door neighbor came over, and he started talking to me. What are you doing? You know, just kind of shooting the breeze. And then he said, are you working on teacher stuff? Yeah. And I said, yeah, I'm writing lesson plans. And he goes you have to write lesson plans? And I said, well, what do you think a teacher does every day? And he said, well, I thought all teachers have like a book that they're given and then they just teach that book and kind of regurgitate that information to kids every year. Mm. And I said, okay, that's wrong. Yeah. And so I showed him, I probably spent 15 minutes showing him what I do, what my lesson plans look like, how I'm going to implement them, what that means. Uh And he was shocked. And he said, I am going to go email all my teachers and apologize. He's like, I had no idea how much work it was and how much went into preparing a lesson every day. Yeah. And so people don't understand that. No. And it blew my mind when that guy was like, just, he had no idea. And he was like, you know, early thirties probably. Yeah. Yeah. And he had no clue. So, and I don't know if that's necessarily his fault either. No, I mean, it's. As a student, like, you have no idea what's going on. And you don't care, because you're so self-centered when you're a student. You don't care. And, I mean, I'm not going to explain that to them either. No. Like, that's not what I'm here. Right. But, yeah, I... It's not fair to just say that. Yeah. We just show up and... Yeah. Pull out a textbook and just start reading from it. Yeah. And call it a day because there's so much more. Exactly. Even if you are using a textbook, like right. there's so much more that goes into yeah the choices made in that room. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just interesting yeah. how much teachers need breaks and how great they are. And you can tell yes. too. Like we lunch with, I don't know, seven teachers. Would you say seven or eight uh, teachers? Yeah. We eat lunch with the same seven or eight teachers, and I've eaten lunch with them the whole time we've been at or I've been at that school. Uh huh. Um. And you can tell the mood shift when it's getting close to a break. Totally. You can tell the mood shift. Yeah. 
everyone gets really sassy. Uh-huh. Everyone gets really angsty. Uh-huh. Um, and we eat lunch with pretty cheerful individuals. Yeah, and really good teachers, I would yeah. say. Like, they're oh, very good teachers. teachers. They're great at their job. They're very happy people. They're yes. very kind people. And so the like the feel of the room is always very positive, uh-huh. except for when it's right before a break or March. Yes. Because March is the only month that has no breaks. And it is brutal. It's brutal. And so you can tell by the end of March, there's still like a week and a half for, until spring break. Mm-hmm. But by the end of March, the people Very in that room are done. Uh-huh. So. And this year there was an exception because we got sassy. Yeah. Probably like February. Yeah. Way sooner than we normally Around do. Around like parent-teacher conferences. Yes. Yeah. We were sassy like before the end of the semester. We were able to kind of like rein it in. Yeah. After that first week of the semester. Uh-huh. And then about after parent-teacher conferences, we were, and we had attitudes we from, did. like, parent-teacher conference till the end till of the, the end year. Till the end of the year. Yeah. It, it was rough. This it did year. a number. It did a number on us. And so, I think that says something, too. If you're in a room with seven or eight very good, very happy, positive, loving teachers, uh-huh. and they're all at their wit's end, uh-huh. they need a break. Yes. And when you're in a different kind of profession... When those people need a break, they can take a break. Uh Or I've been in tech offices. My dad also works in technology. And his break room has four fridges full of different kinds of food. They have VR sets. They have ping pong tables. They have foosball tables. Um, And, like, I grew up with my dad coming home and, like, always talking about he would eat lunch for about an hour and a half. And they would play cards. That's so fun. Together. It's so fun. And so... Like, they have breaks in the middle of the day. Our lunch is 30 minutes. Yep. We have 30 minutes in the middle of the day to scarf down our food. Go use the bathroom. Uh Uh-huh. Go pick up your copies for next period. Uh Uh-huh. And eat your food. And socialize with people who aren't raging hormonal. Exactly. And so, I don't think people understand that teachers are coming from a very different point of view. Yeah. Right? Like, we're not corporate, so we don't have this HR that is set to boost morale. Yeah. Right, we yeah. don't have all this like money because we're government jobs, and government can't overspend, and they have to justify all their spending. And uh-huh. spending money on that kind of stuff is really looked down upon, and so yes. they'd get they'd get a lot of flack for it. Yep. So they can't. And so we're coming from a very different point of view, and I think a lot of people don't understand that. No, I don't think so either. So it's just it's tricky. I don't know. I love my summer break. <laughs> I do too. It's so important. I need it. Yeah. Well, and I feel like I'm a better thinker over summer break. Like, for example, I, the past two summers, I was planning my mythology class. Mm -hmm. And so I was reading so much mythology content. I was listening to different podcasts and my brain was just much more capable of compiling that information and thinking of lesson plans and coming up with assessments and different ways to assess that information. Uh Whereas if I were to create that content in the middle of the school year, Uh it's very thrown together. The assessment is not as good as it could be. And so because I'm in a better mindset, I have more time on my hands. Mm -hmm. My content is much better. And so I use my summer a lot to create content. Yeah. And I like that because it. I feel like I create better stuff. I'm a better teacher over the okay. summer. I actually was just thinking about this last week because I feel like I've been, like, such, like, a foggy, like... <laughs> yeah. Like, just dummy. Like, I've, like, been forgetting everything yeah. the last, like, few weeks. Like, 
I've just, I can't, like, think things through. Like, uh-huh. my brain's just been so foggy. And I'm like, what if there's something wrong with me? Oh. And I was like, what, what is happening Aww. to me? And then, like, I woke up from like, my nap last week. Uh-huh. And I was like, no, like, it's just because you're exhausted and burnt out. Yeah. And your brain literally can't take it anymore. Yeah. And it's, like, starting to come back. Like, I'm less, like, oh, foggy. Good. I can, like, absorb yeah. information a little bit better. And it's just... I was just at, like, my end. Like, I had, yeah, like, literally, like, burnt my little brain out. Yeah. Oh, I think so. It's, yeah. So you need it. You need, you just need that time to recuperate uh-huh. and reassess with a non-foggy brain. Yeah. But I think we all get that way. Yeah. Well, like, for example, like, the week after school's out, I sleep a lot. Mm-hmm. I eat a lot of food. Mm-hmm. I just kind of lay down a lot. Mm-hmm. And then to kind of combat that, like, the first week of school, yeah. I come home and I take a nap every day. Yeah, you're exhausted. I'm so tired. My feet hurt. Uh-huh. My body hurts. My throat brain hurts. hurts. My throat hurts. I always lose my voice in September. Uh-huh. Because my, yeah, you're just not used to it. And so it's interesting that when summer hits, your body just, like, gives out. Uh-huh. And then the first week of school, your body has to, like, get back into teacher mode of you're on your feet all day, you're talking all day, uh-huh. all of those things. And so it really does show in, like, your physical capabilities what teaching does. Yeah. And really why those breaks are important. I totally agree. I do really enforce, like, work boundaries during the summer. Yeah. Like, I do not want you... No. emailing me unless the school is literally on fire well and even then it's like like at that point like <laughs> why do i need to know right <laughs> yeah exactly there's nothing i can do about it yeah so i just don't email me don't try to contact me yep i don't want students contacting me either no like, i really appreciate like the really like the thankful emails or like yeah those are wonderful like please continue to send them yes but like don't don't email me uh-uh. about your grade. No. Don't email me about assignments. Like, it is it is over. Yeah. And I don't... It is my summer break, and I'm not getting paid for it, so I know. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I. That kills me. And I only check my email maybe once every two to three weeks during the summer. Yeah. And I do that very intentionally. Yep. Because I can't take it. Unless I know I had a meeting... Or a conference that I had to attend, uh-huh. I don't check my emails. I think last year I didn't check my emails till like mid July. Good job. <laughs> Good like six job. Weeks. Well, and it was hard. At the end of last year, it was hard. It was rough. I didn't want to, and uh-huh. I didn't know what I was going to expect. And every time I checked my email, I was getting different and new information. Uh-huh. So at really that stressful. point, I was like, I'm just going to wait until the beginning of August mm-hmm. because this is getting ridiculous. Yeah, it was. We're going back, we're not going back. We're going back with masks. We're right. not going back at all. It was very conflicting information, and it was too yeah. much. And I appreciate that they kept us updated, but I did wait until August to really read through that information yes. so that I Me knew too. that I wasn't reading old information that uh-huh. was going to get overwritten uh-huh. the next day. Yep. Agreed. So, I don't know. But um, something else that I like to do over the summer, and this is also nerdy of me, but I like to take like teacher workshop classes Mm -hmm. over the summer um when I got thrown into teaching debate I took um like a teacher workshop for a week 
for two summers. Yeah. Um, and I loved it because I love collaborating with other teachers, especially from different schools, from it's different demographics. Really it's so fun. It's so helpful. Uh-huh. I love getting different insights and I like getting new perspectives of ways that I've taught stuff and thinking, okay, I've taught this before, but look at these new ways I can do it. Look at these new tools I can use. And so I really like attending those different workshops and um, kind of just growing my portfolios, I guess you could say. I think it's really fun. And I know that sounds super lame, but I enjoy it. I've done some, like, teacher workshops. Uh I've done a lot of, like, college classes, too. Yeah. uh, Which are in a very similar realm. For sure, for sure. But, I don't know, I kind of like doing it over the summer. I feel like it helps me stay fresh. Yeah. It, you're able to talk to other teachers, yep. like you said. But also just exposing yourself to, like, the new research and content that's helpful. Yes. In curriculum and in teaching in general, I really, I like that. I like to have a chance to do, like, research again. Yeah. That's not something focused, like, my lessons. And just kind of learn about whatever is new and exciting. I know. Well, and with COVID, I think that kind of research and workshop time is going to be so much more important Mm -hmm. because tech is taking over the schools. Uh Technology is everywhere. And if you don't use technology, your kids aren't going to learn at this point. And so I think it's really important that teachers continue to do that kind of stuff because they're going to fall behind and they're going to fall behind fast. Yeah. But trying to find that balance... Because we learned this year that solely teaching online is not effective for at least half of these kids. No. So where do we find the balance between teaching in person and incorporating technology, but not only teaching online? Right. How do you implement it effectively into your classroom? Yeah. I wish we had smart boards. I've never used a smart board. I'm so jealous. I used it once at college. Oh, okay. uh, the, that new building had smart boards in all the classrooms. Yeah. And so I used them a couple times in one of my ed psych classes, probably. Cool. And I fell in love with what you can do with those. Ooh. Oh my gosh. I want one so bad in a classroom. I know some teachers get them. And they're, but they're so expensive. And I've also heard they're expensive to fix if they break. So a lot of schools are less inclined to buy them now just because if they do yeah. break, it's almost more to get it fixed. So they don't okay. love to do that. But anyways, I know. It sucks. So that's teaching during the summer. Yeah. And not teaching during the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Being teachers during the summer. Yeah, it's a lot. We're just trying to recuperate. So we can uh-huh. greet your kids with happy faces in the fall. Yes, and we do. I know sometimes we, we sound do. really negative on here. But like... <laughs> We're not I, complainers at all. No, and by by the end of July, I am ready to go back to school. That's true. I'm so ready to go back. Yeah. I miss my routine. I miss kids. Uh-huh. I miss the classroom. Uh-huh. I miss it. And so it's good. And that's another thing. My routine falls apart oh, in the summer. absolutely. Like, I eat breakfast at, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah. I'm a disaster. Yeah. So yeah, it's like I don't get dressed. No, you don't get dressed. I don't, I don't do my hair. Out. No, yeah, it's not good. So it's nice to get back into the routine. It's, it's really nice, nice to get back to the kids, to the school, uh-huh. to teaching, to using my brain. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm always really ready to go back after any break. I'm ready. Yes, which is a good too. sign. It means that I'm where I'm supposed to be. It means that I like my job. Uh-huh. So it's a good sign. It's just it's funny. So we sound negative, but we do need summers because it's hard. 
So, anyways. You need the balance. Yeah. Well, thanks, everyone. Yeah. Have a good day. Bye.